0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. On Thursday, the A's um, had a big ownership shakeup with Lou Wolf um, stepping down um, as the managing partner, um, and he will be replaced by John Fisher, who, of course, was um, already a co-owner of the team, but now... um, He is the big man on campus, and he has brought in Dave Cavall as his new president. um, And Cavall replaces Michael Crowley, who was president um, of the A's for nearly 20 years. Um, So both Lou Wolf and Michael Crowley will remain in the organization, um, but they have both relinquished their titles. And uh, it's a big change for an organization that I think has been kind of starving for, for any change, really. And I think the A's feel this is the best way to move forward, um, particularly when considering, um, you know, their stadium situation and a need for a new stadium. I mean, it's been clear for over a decade now that they're in need of a new stadium and, um, there's really no evidence in in these last few years that they've really done much. Um, there hasn't been much effort, uh, you know, in in, pushing forward with it. But, um, these changes I think is a big step in the right direction. Dave Cavall already, um, has experience with, with building a stadium. He's also president of the San Jose Earthquake soccer team, um, a role which he will still maintain. He'll just kind of hand over a lot of his duties um, to some other people with earthquakes, but um, he'll still maintain that role while also working with the A's, and he is a new point man with the A's, um, and he will be you know guiding their stadium search, having already um, helped build a new stadium for the Earthquake's a few years ago. Um, so, you know, that experience obviously is big. Um, no, this is kind of a whole different animal dealing with, um, you know, a baseball stadium and also, you know, trying to build a privately funded stadium in the city of Oakland where the Raiders, you know, are still in the mix. Um, the Warriors aren't out yet. Um, they're they they do have plans to move out. Um, into a new stadium in San Francisco soon, but that hasn't happened. So um, a lot of things really in limbo that could affect the A's, um, particularly the Raiders situation. Um, so I really don't see anything concrete happening with the A's until the Raiders figure out their situation and whether they're moving to Las Vegas, whether Los Angeles is still in the mix, or whether they do indeed want to stay put here in Oakland. Um, that will definitely impact the A's, but the A's also see their situation as, as being a separate entity and, you know, they want to press forward um, no matter what the Raiders do. um, And, you know, while also realizing that that is a big factor, but, um, you know, moving forward and, and looking and reviewing um, several sites in Oakland, I mean, they've made it clear at this point, Rob Manfred has made it clear that, um, you know, the A's want to stay in Oakland and they have narrowed their search to Oakland sites, and there are several of them, um, and, you know, that, that remained clear yesterday when uh, Dave Caval was talking to the media for the first time. Um, I don't think anything's changed in that regard, but he stressed, you know, he's putting a, a fresh set of eyes on these stadium sites, and there is word that, I mean, they could, they could select a site within the next few months. Um, now, whether that happens, who knows? There's obviously been so much talk and, and so little action here in these last few years, so it will be interesting whether, um, you know, this change in guard, you know, affects um, the process and whether they actually are really serious about it um, or just kind of, you know, continuing to, to play the waiting game and and using the Raiders and, and other factors, you know, as, as a little bit of an excuse. So, um, you know, if they do indeed take a site within the next six months, I mean, it's probable that the A's could have, a new stadium as early as two thousand nineteen um, maybe twenty twenty um, is a bit more realistic, but um you know I think it's all the changes um you know within the ownership that happened yesterday I think it's it's promising for d a s fan base just in knowing that there is change and there is action and they are wanting to um, you know to do things and to and to make action and to move forward with the stadium process because I know it's been a long wait already and it's going to continue to be a wait but hopefully um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you know hopefully within the next few months at least um, the A's can put forth a timeline which they um, haven't been willing to do to this point. So the A's will uh, enter the winter meetings um, with a pretty big to do list, um, namely the outfield. I mean I don't think it's any secret that they're lacking greatly in outfield depth, um, I mean, everywhere in their system and there's just no clear answer um in a lot of areas next year, um, as far as who will be joining Chris Davis in the outfield. Um now obviously Mark Hanna will be back and um, you know, I could I could easily see him taking over in right field, but the A's are in need of a center fielder and um I mean their options are, are pretty limited. I mean the outfield market um already is limited um and the, the the best options out there are presumably out of the A's price range. I mean we've already seen uh Josh Reddick go off the board um to an A's division opponent, the Astros, um, who picked up Reddick, um I believe it was for four years and fifty two million, which was um, a little, I, I think it was, um, a very good deal. Uh, it fits right in with, I think, um, how much Reddick is worth. Um, but at the same time, I, I think everyone kind of expected his value to be greater at this time of the year. Um, I think his dip in production with the Dodgers, um, maybe hurt his value a little bit and, you know, to see that number, um, you can't help but think that it was a number the A's could have probably met, um and afforded. And, um, I think it was that fourth year from the very beginning when the two sides began talking, um, that was, that was really the hurdle. Um, I think the A's wanted to stick with three years. Um, and I I think Josh would have taken, um, less money to get to that fourth year. And so I think it was a little unfortunate to see, um, you know, the, the two sides not being able to come to agreement because Josh was obviously a fan favorite in Oakland. Um, And I mean, the production he gave them one healthy, um, you know, it it, it can't be um, overstated. Um, So without um, him as an option, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see where the A's go next. Um, The bigger names on the board, guys like Ian Desmond and and Carlos Beltran um, and Dexter Fowler, um, I just don't see, you know, the A's spending money on guys like that. So they might have to you know, get a little creative, um, and whether that means making a trade, you know, I definitely wouldn't be surprised to see that. Um, Now, um, you know, in regards to other trades, I know Sonny Gray's name has been out there a lot already. Um, It's not surprising his name has been circulating, you know, the trade rumors, um, you know, for more than a year. Um, And I, I think everyone just assumes that this is a guy that at some point Billy Bean is going to trade, just given um, you know beans' track record of, of, of making such big splashes in the trade market and um, you know maybe he was expected to go even earlier um, at the trade deadline this year um, if not for um, a, a dip in his production and um, you know some of the the health issues that came up with him but um, I do see him as being I mean just the the ultimate trade chip in Billy Bean's pocket and You know, whether he decides to use that and, you know, get another big haul. I mean, we've already seen um, from the Reddick and and Rich Hill trade with the Dodgers, um, you know, just the talent brought back in that deal. Um, So many young pitchers, um, notably Jarrell Cotton, who who should be a big part of the rotation next year. I mean, the A's clearly aren't afraid to make a deal like that. And um, as much as, you know, it it would be nice um, to see the A's keep one of their fan favorites um, and see them build around a guy like Sonny Gray, who's under club control for, for several more years. Um, it, it just, you know, at this point, I don't think it would shock anyone if he was on the move um, and especially just given their rotation depth already. I mean, they have so many options going into next year. Um, and, you know, so I, I don't think that that would prevent them from making a trade, um, so I think that will be um, probably you know the biggest name when um, when the A's go into the to the meetings early December um, and you know outside of outfield help um, you know I, I think just smaller versatile pieces um, could help, and they also have some other trade pieces maybe a guy like Judd Lowry could be on the move um, and maybe one of their veteran relievers, someone like John Axford or Orion Mattson. So I do expect them to be active. They always are, um, whether it's at the meetings or shortly after or a few weeks after um, remains to be seen. But, um, you know, I I definitely expect them to be very active in conversations and, um, you know, to kind of move forward um, with an off season that, um, you know, probably mirrors uh, many of the ones we've already seen with with them being very busy.